Welcome to episode 180 of the Loftus Party Podcast. This is a big one. This is a big one because yours truly is doing the recording for the first time in the the history of this show. I'm actually in charge of something. <laughs> it's very exciting. It's very exciting. Episode 180. Do you have any thoughts looking back there, Liberty Gimlet? Looking back? Yeah, I'm just I feel I feel unnecessary now. No, no, no. <laughs> Listen, this is not a unicycle. This is not a unicycle. Oh, this okay. is a multi-wheeled. Yes, this is a multi-wheeled vehicle. This is like a tank because uh there's me, there's you, mm-hmm. there's uh Kung Fu Rick, and right. you know who's mo- the most important wheel? The most important wheel? Who? The audience. The audience, the people who enjoy the show. This is a big day. This is a, there's lots going on. Here's I'll, I'll just do a quick rundown of the things that we want to get to. Uh, I certainly want to talk about the the MAGA country comedy shows. We were just out in Orlando and Tampa. Magnificent. Magnificent. Uh, I guess Trump tweeted something today. We can always do something on a Trump tweet. Uh, we're going to dig into that. Evidently, uh, once again, it's he's a racist, he's a racist. And uh, this is... This makes me feel good. This makes me feel young. This make it gives me renewed faith. Uh, the Wimbledon final. The Wimbledon final. I want to talk about that. It's also uh, National Nude Day, which also is National Macaroni and Cheese Day, which is a an odd mix of days, but that's awesome. I want to talk about that. Uh, is it uh, Rapino Rapanui? The the women's the soccer, soccer girl. Yeah, yeah. David yeah. Bowie's daughter. <laughs> I want to talk about uh, James Bond. I want to talk about Area 51. We're going to talk about California and illegals getting health benefits. We're going to talk about Stranger Things. It's an action-packed show. So let's – we'll start – we'll start – oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. And then the other one, and this is like uh, – this is like it's Christmas in July. Guess what came in the, in the mail for me today? What? I got – my very first, uh, it, it is my my Trump 2020 pouch. It is this, it's the thing I've been talking about uh, mm-hmm. on the air, on the show for right. the past couple of weeks. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, send me one. Send me. So he did. Now this thing, uh, it, it's, it's amazing. And it smells great. It's very cool. I'll, I'll put a picture up. I'm going to write something about this. I'll probably do a little video later on in the week. It's this little... Like burlap sack, it's got a, a really awesome picture of of Donald Trump's face on it. it. Says Trump 2020. It smells fantastic. It's not like an overpower. It's not like lavender or girly, but it it's a really good, clean smelling uh, pouch. And this thing, this is amazing. It's uh, 100% organic, 100% natural drying agents. There's no chemicals. It's it. it if you've got a gun, if you've got ammo for long-term storage, you put one of these things in your gun locker, it's going to be insane. And it's not just for guns, Gimlet. You can use this in your bathroom, in your car, uh, for your electronics, in your closets, in the kitchen, in your laundry room, for shoes, for your gym bag. And like I said, it's organic. It's kid and pet friendly. Go to Trump2020pouches.com. We got our own website set up for this thing. It's gonna, you're gonna be amazed. You've, you've got to get one. You've got to get one. If you, well, you I actually take have humidity, a gun locker, so. <laughs> well, there you go. Now, now you desperately need one. 
but it's mm-hmm. fantastic. It's it's one of these things where I talk to the guy, we're talking about the product. Yes, it's amazing. Uh, blah blah blah. And there's a lot of like chemical ones that you can get out there, but this thing is organic. And I'm telling you, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. It's a cool looking thing. I'm totally, I'm totally gonna put that in my closet. <laughs> uh, and the worry is it's gonna be like all lilac and grandma smelly. But it's actually a nice, good, clean smell. So go to, you guys, I love doing this. I feel so radio. I feel so professional. Go to Trump2020pouches.com uh, and then enter the code MAGA, M-A-G-A. You're going to save some money. Isn't that exciting? That's totally exciting. They're not a sponsor of the show. I'm just working with this dude. Uh, and it's very exciting. It's what I always wanted you know, from the podcast, from the website, and all this stuff. More. Oh my gosh! This is just. We'll just do a, a few updates right out of the the top of the gate. Right out of the gate, not the top of. The, I don't think there is the top of the gate. The uh, the website. Ooh, it's going. Somebody. There's there's more people contributing. There's more fun stuff up there. There's this dude. I got to give a shout out to Benny the Joke Man. Benny the Joke Man uh, is is posting. He does a joke every day. He does a joke every day. They're original jokes, and this dude can actually write comedy. It's it's not like good. Just seriously, so you can go. It's it's what I've. I'm telling you, some dreams come true. It's happening. It's wonderful. So, uh, well, and I, I might have another live for live read for us next week. Say what? Say what? What you'll have what uh, next week? We might have our own little ad next week. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. We'll, we'll have we'll have more and more. Okay, so uh, I, I think it's great. I think it's great. Um, and a friend of yours, a friend of yours, Gimlet, uh, just posted a thing on the website yesterday about uh, n- people who noodle, people who noodle, which is the art of catching catfish with your bare hands. So <laughs> you need to go. It's fantastic. It's lovely. There's. I'm I'm very pleased. I'm in a I'm in a great mood. I'm in a great mood. So let's uh let's begin. Let's uh start the show with an update about uh, for, and another thank you to everyone who came out to the MAGA country uh, comedy shows. We went down to Orlando. It was great. Great to go down to Orlando. Really good turnout. A lot of people. Uh, Hainer Brian. Hainer was on fire. Uh, Reno Collier had a great show. I did pretty well. A lot of people. A lot of people. Uh, but check this out. Check this out. Patriots. Fellow Americans. So I fly into Orlando. I'm playing late out of Dallas. So I don't get into Orlando to like like 145. And God bless. Uh, he hung out like a champ. So it was very nice to have, have a ride. This same kid... Uh, I say kid because he's in his 20s. Uh, the same, ki- the same kid uh, arranged... Are you still there? I'm still here. I'm getting this really weird... It's it's almost like the sound of a submarine. Boop, boop. Boop, boop. Well, pretend like it didn't happen. So, uh... Unless I'm a recording. And then, I, and then I explained it. So this guy, uh, this kid is also the one who sets up the media. And he goes, hey, we've got radio in the morning. And I'm like, wow, cool. Now, it's it's almost, it's, it's like 2.30. Okay. 
be up. He's going to pick me up at 7.30 to go do this morning radio show. And I'm like, what radio show is it? And he's like, it's, you know, blah, blah. It's uh, Estelle and DJ or something crazy. Uh, and it sounds like a real pop station. And it used to be a hip-hop station. Now they and I'm like, and they know that I'm on the, you know, the MAGA country comedy show, mm-hmm. right? And you go, oh, yeah, yeah. They want to talk to you. They're into it. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. This is great, you know? Faith in Humanity Restored, the, the, the Estelle and DJ Spindaloo, they want to talk to me about politics. I'll be funny. It'll all be good. No harm, no foul. I, I drag myself out of I have a hard time going to sleep. Because I'm on LA time. I get up in the morning after like closing my eyes, it feels like for like 30 seconds, go down to the lobby, grab a cup of coffee. The kid shows up. We go drive about a half an hour out to the radio station, and then they pretend they're not there. They what? Can- they cancel the interview. We're out in front of the station, ding dong on the on the doorbell, nothing. He shoots them a text, no response, and then some other dude from another morning show comes out. Uh, and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, they, they, they recorded today. They pre-recorded. There's, there's no interview. Pre-recorded. And uh, I thought it was dubious. And, and this, this poor kid who arranges the media was like, no, man, they, they confirmed this. They confirmed this, uh, you know, a couple of days ago. They confirmed it last week. Yeah, yeah, well, they're not here. They're not here. So I think, I think what happened is, and this is just me being, you know, whatever. <laughs> I think they... They booked the interview, and then they thought about it, and they're like, no, we don't want to support that. We don't even want to talk to that person because it's a MAGA person. So that sucked. So that, that part sucked. However, we had a great turnout for the Orlando show. Well, that's great. Now, yeah. Now, smash cut to uh, the next night. Uh, me and Reno and, and, and Hayner, uh, we drive over to Tampa. We get to that club. It's a, and, and I totally hadn't been to the, the Tampa Improv in a million years. It's actually a, a historic landmark. It's like, like an old vaudeville theater that they've converted into a comedy club, but it's awesome. Huge crowd. Huge crowd. It was amazing. So many people. What a great night. It was awesome. Took Met, met a ton of people. Took a lot of pictures. Uh, it, it was just great. It was just so great. No protesters. Like, no, no, no problems. No, thank you know. Knock on wood. No protest. No problems. Uh, just a really, really, really uh, good time in a great location in Ebor City. And uh, the guy that runs the club talking about you guys should come back in December. You should come back in December. So if you're listening. Florida, uh, it looks like uh, the MAGA Country Comedy Show will be returning in December as an With early all Christmas. new material, I'm sure. For me, yeah. For yeah, me. I know, you update your material all the time. Yeah, and, and Reno has so much stuff, and then Hayner and I, we were actually talking about uh, a song that we want to write together. Uh, oh, so cool. we're going to, yeah, we've got a couple weeks to work on that. Uh, it's It's pretty funny. It would be kind of a parody, but it would be it would be a lot of fun. So that's cool. Okay, so that's the update road. Uh, we're still working on uh, t-shirts and merch and all that stuff. I want it to be insanely cool. But if you want to support uh, the tour, if you want to support the website, and you're like, holy smoke, I don't know if I need a Trump 2020 pouch to keep my ammo dry or to keep my gym bag dry, go to the Pimpit page of the loftestparty.com, grab a t-shirt. 
There you go. That it's because that's it's all supporting the endeavor. All right. Now we're gonna have to get into uh, some politics. This is the this is the video that I put up yesterday. I put it on YouTube yesterday. The title of the video is "California Just Got Worse." I put it on Facebook this morning, and holy guacamole, holy guacamole! As of as of this recording, let's go uh, look and see on, on the Facebook page. Uh, it's only been, I swear. It's only been up for a couple of, it's been up for two hours. It's got 2,000 views. <laughs> it's been up for two hours. That's almost 1,000 views an hour. Uh, wow. Yeah. It's, here's what happened in California, you guys. Uh, Governor Gavin Newsom decided to give free health benefits to illegal aliens. Did you hear about this? Liberty Gypsy. Is he running for president? Because all the Democratic nominees pretty much decided to do that, too. Well, he's passed it into law. Here is, uh, he's not just talking about it in theory. It is now a law in I the knew state of it California. was up for con- consideration, but I thought he was limiting it to those age 19 to 26. Like, the kids were already covered, but he was going to stop it when Obamacare stops dependent coverage. Did they just do everybody? Uh, I, I believe so. I believe oh, so. God. And, and not only that, but, uh, Governor Gavin brought back the, uh, mandate in the state of California, the Obamacare mandate. Oh. So if you do not, and this is, this is what I hated. One of the things that I, I really despised about Obamacare, uh, mm-hmm. if you do not buy this thing. If you do not buy a thing, you are in trouble. You will pay right. a fine. And I guess mm-hmm. it's I guess it's a it's a sliding scale uh, based on, on how much you make and what your personal net worth is. So I, I did a lot of research trying to figure out what the exact number was on the fine. Couldn't get it. Couldn't get it. However, the secret boils, until they figure out how much money they need. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, but here's the thing that so, kills me. Go like, for it. What, about two years ago, they were, like, going to vote on a universal health care bill? It was before news. It was, Jerry Brown was still the governor. And they ended up voting it down because they figured out they couldn't afford it. So they couldn't afford to insure California's citizens, but now they're going to insure illegal aliens? Yes. Wow. And, and, what, and what they're wrapping themselves up in is this. They have a $21 billion tax surplus. Now, the way they have achieved that tax surplus appears to be this. They're taxing everyone in California into oblivion, and they're just not spending the money. They're just not spending the money. You've got the, the statistics in California are shocking. 19%. Of the population, that's that's damn close to twenty. Nineteen percent of the population is at or below the poverty line. At mm-hmm. or be- one third of the people who are on welfare live in California. It is crazy. the The number of homeless. I got. I got all these. Try try making a com. Try making a comedy video about these stats. They 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 say now. 150,000 people are homeless in California. 
and God knows how many of those are that. How many how many of those people are, are fought to protect our freedom? But screw them. We're not going to help them. Oh no. You you just you stay living under your bridge. We're going to give away health benefits uh, to people who aren't even from here and who knows if they'll stay. Who knows if they'll stay? It's like you live in Nicaragua and you need your you need your ingrown toenail looked at. Well, just uh, hop on a bus. I don't know if that's oh really cost efficient, but you see my point. You see my point. No, I see your I was, point. And, and now all the the perverse incentives to continue this overwhelming flow of people we just cannot continue to accommodate. Like at this point, I truly just believe that the Democrats are trying to just crash the entire system. That's what I believe. I don't. I really don't see – maybe that is their plan, I, I, but I don't know. I just – it doesn't – you've got you've got typhus. You, you've legitimately – you've got a typhus outbreak in Los Angeles. You've yep. got hepatitis A in Los Angeles. You've got San Francisco with, mm-hmm. with needles, and it's just 150,000 homeless. And it's not like and it's not like the infrastructure is just crushing it. It's not like AX doesn't need work. It's not like the 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 roads don't need work. Yeah, let's give this away. It is. Uh, I can I can see why people are fleeing the state. I can see why people are fleeing the state. I don't know what the long term the long term goal is. Uh, one, but one of the great things you can go. Oh, you know, we welcomed you from you know from Nicaragua and Honduras. We welcomed you with open arms. So in the future, uh, please vote Democrat. I guess I guess that's the great. Well, big... either that, or they're trying to make California so miserable and awful that all the liberals they've indoctrinated there over the last thirty years move to other states and turn the other states blue. Which means that, all the conservatives have... will be running to Montana, and when California is kind of finally empty of all the idiots, we'll all move there and we'll take it over. It seems. It, it's turning into it's really starting to feel mid it, it really is because you've got these the, the super rich you know mm-hmm. you got the people in Beverly Hills and Silicon Valley and the Nancy Pelosi's and up in you know, Alyssa San Milano's yeah yeah where they're so rich uh, they can afford it they can go okay so so gas we just had another gas going oh you know i can do it i can do it let's all band together you're so rich you can afford it and like the the middle class is just gonna get crushed continue mm-hmm. to get crushed continue the middle class and the people below middle class so it ain't looking good it ain't looking good for the state of california i just want to fast i want it i i want it to 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 go faster in terms of just listen Stop peeling the band-aid. Stop peeling. Just just rip it off. Just declare yourself a, a socialist state, and then we can all just kind of stand back and, you know, let's go to Arizona, Texas. Just kind of hang back for a couple years and then watch it all crash on TV. They just have to televise it. It should be its own. It should be – the state of California should be its own reality. Just crash and burn TV. I just want Crash to and burn faster. TV? Yeah. Well, I mean, when you look at kind of how it's accelerated in the last four or five years, I mean, it's happening pretty fast, Michael. 
I wanted to go faster. I really, <laughs> I wanted to go faster. Ah, okay. So, uh, so it's like uh, Facebook. I've, this is a uh, people are digging the video on Facebook. It was very, very stressful trying to make this funny. I don't, I don't want to laugh at anybody's misery. You know, I'm not a heartless. I'm not a ghoul, and, and I know that people, it, it's, talk about people are hurting, people are hurting, but this is the great thing, this is what you put in these, uh, these socialist policies, you know, the mm-hmm. people who work are going to pay for the people who don't work, and here's the other, this, this from Tampa, uh, I hopped in an Uber to, to go to the, uh, the Tampa airport to fly home, and mm-hmm. my Uber driver was this lady from Nicaragua. And this is the second time that this has happened to me where someone who is an immigrant – normally you meet someone who's immigrated to the country illegally, and they just love America. They're just like, this is the best country that in, in my home country. It was X, Y, and Z, and this is freedom. It's the land of opportunity, and I have so many ideas, and I have so much energy. Boy, this this chick from Nicaragua, she couldn't have, she couldn't have given two craps about where she, she was. She couldn't have cared less. She's like my husband is uh, is is Cuban, and I I met him. Uh, he was um, in in Nicaragua, and I'm like, oh wow, so that's great. You met the you know, and I love him. You know, okay, so that's great. You met your dreams, and you were in Nicaragua. Well, so so why'd you come to America? What was a you know? Because I'm I wanted to get it out of her. Like what what was the what's the reason you came here? And I'm sure it was going to be some very you know romantic story and how. You know, they were being chased by gangs and there was the threat of violence and they barely escaped. I thought it was going to be awesome. She's like, well, he couldn't uh, he couldn't find a job. He couldn't find a job in Nicaragua. So he came to America. And I'm like, oh, OK. Yeah. So just like 95 percent of the people at our border. Seriously. 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 They're and, just and, economic migrants. The father Best. whose daughter died in the river, he was coming looking for a job and he dragged his daughter because of the perverse incentive we have with catch and release. It's pathetic. It, We're it killing really people is. because our policies are so bad. It, 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 it really is. And I'm like, I'm like, so are you are you digging it here? Is it is it a, is it a big difference? It's all right. It's it, it's all right. And I'm like, oh, if it's if it's just all right. If it like go I'm, home, seriously, <laughs> seriously, like these people are looking at their situation like they're in a in a shopping mall, and they're like, "Well, I'm gonna go to this store. Oh, that store's not hiring. What's the next store over? America? Oh, America. Are you hiring? Yeah, we've got some jobs. Okay, I'll take it. Whatever. I'll work here for a while, and then I'll go down, and then I'll maybe work some. So it's not about our lifestyle. It's not about freedom. It's not about individual liberties, and it's not about having a voice and equal rights and all this crap. It's like, seriously, it's like in Nicaragua, they're paying three bucks, and in America, they're paying 15, and I get free health care. Yeah, I'll go there. There's no, there's no red, white, and blue. There's no Uncle Sam. There's no sense of patriotism. They don't love this country. It it, no, it sounds drives about it. me she crazy. She sounds slightly more, just slightly more enamored with the country than uh, Ilhan Omar. So, I had an Uber driver on Long Island, and I might mm-hmm. have told this story too. This kid was from Turkey. This guy's from Turkey, and he's telling me about uh, that that Erdogan or whoever the 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 the. the 
evil over in Turkey, the big dictator. And so he came to America and I'm like, oh, so you're getting away from that guy. He's like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, what do you think about America? He's like, eh, it's all right. You know, my family's back in Turkey. I don't know. We'll see if this, you know, we'll see how this plays out. And I'm like, man, if you're, if you're that casual about it, get out. Seriously, get out. And, and, and so this, this goes right to, and we'll talk about Elon Omar and all this stuff. Cause that's what Trump just tweeted today. He's talking, well, talking about, Hey, if you don't like it, go back to the country. And everybody's like making that into a racist thing. It's not racist at all. It's about America. It's about either you dig this way of life, uh, or you don't. And if you don't dig it, get out, get out. I have no problem with telling people, eh, I know it sounds like Archie Bunker ish, but like. Uh, we're not, you're not country shopping like, oh, I like this one. Oh, I like that one. This is a good fit. No, you either want uh, the, the kind of liberty and sense of personal responsibility and freedom that we offer, or you don't. If you don't want it, get out, Nicaragua. Get out, turkey dude. Well, and did you know it's not just your uh, your governor that screwed up, it's your, your mayor, too. Oh, you know what? Here's the sad thing. I don't even know who the mayor of Los Angeles is. I'm about to learn Eric something. Who Garcetti. is it? Garcetti? Mm-hmm. Wow. I thought that was a long time ago. It is, I guess it is Garcetti, isn't it? What did he do? Um, basically, what he said is uh, with the ICE raids going on this weekend that are supposed to be picking up criminal aliens and those who already have an order for deportation that just mm-hmm. never left. Um that in Los Angeles, they will not be coordinating with ICE, so they can't. The ICE can't use the jails. ICE can't. Yeah, ICE will not get any assistance from the LAPD. It's really just obstructing ICE and making their job as difficult as humanly possible. So, here's what we need to do. This is this is just in my thought. This is this is. Go- I I posted this thing. On uh, the Loftus party, I think last week or whatever, and uh, saying about uh, there was an Australian surfer and she's a model and she's hot and all this stuff. And this guy from Australia is like, hey, back off, mate, she's ass. And then we were then on another post, he was commenting about uh, illegal immigration and he talked about how Australia stopped it, but they had public opinion. They had public opinion and the media was kind of like, we've got to do something about illegal immigrants. And, and that's what we need. The 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 narrative is just so jacked up right now. So completely jacked up. But I mean, we have I public was, opinion, too, if you look at polling. But the media is pretending like it's not real. They're they're pretending and like that's it's, why they're going to be surprised again in 2020. I, I hope so. But like what what's going to happen between now and then? Like what's going to happen? I, I I tweeted out this picture uh, yesterday at at the Loftus party on the Twitter account. Like they raised the Mexican flag over uh, an ICE detention facility, like in Colorado. Like what is up with that? And you know it's like like white white people doing it, like social justice warriors doing it. But like what is up with that? That's the most jacked up thing I had seen in a long time. When you raise another country's flag uh, in in America at like one of our uh, facilities, I, that really pissed me off. That really pissed me off. I just I, I think it's very very nice of them to be making in kind donations to reelect Trump in twenty twenty. 
I, I mean, I, seriously, I, like when normal Americans who are not politically attentive see that kind of stuff, they're going to be like, what? Because you and I kind of like bathe in this stuff, right? We're in it all the time. There's yeah, a lot of people yes. who won't even be paying attention until this time next year. Yeah. And at that well, point, they're going to be like, what? <laughs> it's this. Listen, it's, you know, it's it's the. It, it's the dad and his kid face down in the river. That's just that's just emotional. That's heartstrings. Uh, kids in cages. Kids in cages. That's emotional. That's heartstrings. That and you can under come Obama. back and go, well, oh yeah, you go back and well, that's an Obama thing, and you weren't mad about it then. And but that doesn't matter because this is now. This is now. And uh, somehow we need to get the, the the message out that these. These people, it's like you said, they're they're coming just for economic reasons. There's there's nothing. There's no great love of the country. Like seriously, if 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 it went down right now and and China invaded or or Russia invaded and it was like Red Dawn in 2019, like I, I don't trust the, the the Turkish Uber driver to pick up a gun and help me defend my my house and my family. I don't I don't. I'm not going to depend on that Nicaraguan chick to pick up a gun and help me defend the nation. Really don't. I really think that I think they'd be like, I'd like to welcome our overlords. Okay. So America's run by the, by the Russians now. Okay. That's fine. Uh, I got to go at six in the morning. I got to be driving my, my Uber and be at the Tampa airport to pick people. Like I don't, these people don't love America. They just don't. And that's why over, over 60% of Americans, when polled, if you don't mention, and this was recent, right? If you don't mention yeah. that it was President Trump's deal, they want to fix DACA for the current current people in the program and just get us all to that and it's over, right? They yeah. want the border secured with appropriate barriers. They want merit-based immigration. They want an end to the visa lottery which is exactly what President Trump went on TV and offered the Democrats in January. He knows what American opinions are, and they're just going to make hay with it going into 2020. I hope so. I hope I'm, I, 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 I think you're right. I hope you're right. But just like I mean, the thing like I was saying about of, California, like, what video? video? Democrats walking illegals over the border like Cory Booker and Beto O'Rourke. I mean, all of them raising their hands on the debate stage with NBC, which, oh, by the way, CNN says, we're not going to make you do that. Good thing. Keep making campaign videos. Seriously. Yeah. Well, that's and that's and that's just shows how in cahoots uh the media is like, hey, don't worry. We know that was bad. That that was bad optics because the New York Post had that great, great headline right after mm-hmm. Bay. Who, who wants their hands up? So CNN's like, hey, don't don't worry. We know that's bad optics. Do that too. Right. Which is like telling people, here's the questions we're going to ask, not ask during a debate. That's that's election meddling. That's election meddling. It's horrible. It's horrible. It all boils down to this. And I think you know, you and I, I didn't even see the video. Of of those guys, you know, of Beto O'Rourke, of Cory Booker walking people across the border. I didn't even see that, and and I'm in this stuff, and I kind of pay attention, but that, I don't think that's I don't even think that's on regular America's uh, radar. I would say this: 
uh, I don't think anyone wants people in America who don't love America. That's and that's the great thing that the, the thing that Democrats always do. They're always like, that's not who we are. We're a nation of immigrants. And when people came to this country, listen, when those people came to this country in the 1800s, they came because that this was it. It was that shining city on the hill. And they're mm-hmm. like, wow, I'm not going to starve to death. Wow, I'm not going to be killed. I, I, this is it. I can do whatever I want. America is the greatest country on earth. I better learn how to speak English because this is, this is huge. It's like a miracle. And boy, when you got people coming in, it was like, eh, whatever. I don't know. It's all right. Like, get out. Because we give them a get bunch out, of stuff. They, I mean, there was no... There was no free health care when people were coming through Ellis Island. And as a matter of fact, if you did not have the means to support yourself, they could put you right back on a boat back to Europe. Yup. Yup. <laughs> we had then, skills-based immigration at that point. I want it back. Me too. Me too. We, we were talking to somebody. I apologize if you were at the show uh, I think it was in Orlando. We were talking after the show about the popularity of socialism among you know the younger folks, and and someone I can't remember who it was, so I apologize. They said, "Well, what's not to? I mean, they, they they're in socialism, you know, in college. It's it's like mm-hmm. okay, we all think the same way, and we all get this, and we all get the same benefits. So like our whole experience is." And has been even in you know in in elementary school and middle school like a pretty uh, socialistic experience. So yeah, they like it. It's familiar. It's familiar. And then when somebody comes in and goes, okay, you borrowed a bunch of money, you owe it back. Suddenly they hate it. And so that's their that's their first real big experience with capitalism. And it's a pretty negative response. Ay 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 ay. It's yeah. The the pro it's we're on the right path. We're on the right path. I I like having a uh, a fun upbeat kind of optimistic website and and a super fun comedy show and taking it out to the masses. Uh, so I guess I just have to keep plugging along. Happy warriors, you and I, you and I will be the happy warriors that go. Oh, I out. certainly try. Oh, and speak speaking about happy warriors. Uh, let's take a let's take a moment and recognize that Rapino Rapanui. I don't even know how do you say. I think I've been saying her name wrong this whole time. You know, uh, I, I I I care so much that I just don't even care. Per, the purple hair chick who plays soccer. Yeah, <laughs> that that's pretty that's pretty much the extent of my knowledge around her. Um, other than she's just a, she's just a a miserable person. She seems like it. She seems like it. I mean, did you see the video of her, like, signing autographs, wearing no shirt, just a jacket, and not even looking at the people she was signing autographs for and talking to them? Yeah, that was so, like, I've seen, I've been to baseball games, and I've seen pro ball players sign baseballs and hand it back to the kid. They can be pretty casual about it, right? Because they, yeah. they know what's up. But still, you you look at the person at least for a moment when you hand them the ball back. Yeah, they, and you give you give a little nod. But man, that was so dismissive. That was so dismissive. She did not look at that person once, not once. That was the most elitist. I swear to God, it looked like an outtake uh, from. Oh my gosh, what's the what's What's the Dysotopian movie 
the Hunger Games. It looked ah. like some out of the. It did. It looked like she was one of the elitists from the Hunger Games. And one of the kids came up. Hey, sign my ball, lady. And it was because uh, she had the purple hair, and then she her outfit was that was smoking hot. I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say that wasn't smoking hot. She is out there. She's breaking a lot of lesbian hearts. She is breaking. She had that sweet little suit jacket on and no shirt on underneath, just showing the right amount of cleavage. I will not say. I was gonna say she doesn't really have any. Oh, she's breaking lesbian hearts. She is. She is living. <laughs> she is living her best lesbian life but i feel sorry for whoever she dates i really do that's got to be a boring relationship that is just got to be a boring yes like you are not gonna have fun with this chick it's all just gonna be like uh you know kiss kiss right it's gonna be kiss kiss scissor scissor and then it's gonna be miserable so uh I do not like her. I do not care for her. I actually I think, think the other, her. I think the dark-haired girl who's also a lesbian that was on the team, whose name I also don't know because it's women's soccer, she's way cuter than that one. Oh, yeah, I don't, I... With the ponytail, she's just adorable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my gosh. If you're, if you are, uh, and then, like, the equal pay thing, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's laugh. stupid. It is. It is. And it's stupid. like... Stupid. How long has men's soccer been around? How long has men's... Granted, so they got a head start. They bring in... If you look at revenue generated over the course of centuries or whatever. So, ladies, uh, yes, you you probably are underpaid a little bit. Hopefully, you can negotiate a bit of a better deal and and, and have a little bit of an uptick. But, I mean, they got, they got the percentage of... Rev, they got a larger percentage of the total revenue of the Women's World Cup. Than the men's team got of the men's World Cup. The problem yeah. is the revenue. There's like a ridiculous difference. I mean, like the the men's brings in like six billion dollars, and they bring in a hundred and thirty-one million. Yes. Yeah. I mean, so... it's just, there is no comparison. And I will remind you again: they were beat by fourteen-year-old boys in Texas a year ago. I, I they still can't do not play that. the That's same hilarious. sport. <laughs> that's so hilarious that's so hilarious i was watching uh it just and i know i've said this before so i apologize for being a broken record there's a comedian this guy's a comedian <clears throat> and he used to play uh tennis in college i, I used to play mm-hmm. a, a lot of tennis i played uh tennis in high school and and a bit after uh high school and played in some tournaments i really enjoyed the sports i fell out of love with with tennis when the when the oversized racket started and when these serves started to become just way over 100 miles an hour, just right. ridiculous, like everybody had a killer serve. So anyway, this dude who's a comedian, I can't remember his name. It's I think it's Mike something. <clears throat> he was actually ranked. He was like, like 300 and something in the world. He would routinely, routinely play like uh, Monica Sellis or whoever back in the day. You know, she's mm-hmm. the number the number one. The number one ranked woman, and, and and he would just crush her. He would just crush her. It's just it's a different uh, muscle structure. It's a different physiological structure. It's it's there's no it's not right or wrong. It's just the way it is. It's just the it's just well, the, I mean, it's the no, way it is. I mean, the experience for women's soccer versus men's soccer is the same experience women's basketball versus men's basketball. It's a completely different game. Yeah. 
<clears throat> strategy is different. The way they approach the game is different. It's just not the same game. So if you liked watching Michael Jordan go up and down the up and down the court at like warp speed and jumping and you know hanging it hanging a dunk behind his head, you're not going to want to watch women's basketball. I, and I'm not even kidding. Like seriously, it, it it is different like that. And I don't I don't enjoy basketball at all. Hopefully, I'm not bumming out a bunch of people who listen to the show. But like I I like can't it in think- person. Uh, oh, even maybe in person, it would be better. Uh, like like hockey is one of those sports that just doesn't translate to TV. The the puck just move, moves so fast. Hockey yeah. is great live, but there's strategy. There's basketball to me it is just so men's basketball is just so insanely boring that you can have. A, a a a super tall person, a seven foot tall person. Hey, buddy, you just stand here. I will throw you the ball. You reach up and just shove it through this hoop. Is the most boring thing ever. I'm not impressed by dunks at all. I really am not. Like people go nuts over the NBA and they talk about the draft and this and that and like that to me. It's not a sport. A buddy of mine does this joke. Uh, Jason Anarino does this joke. It's like, if you can dunk in basketball, that's just boring. That's like in bowling, being able to walk down the alley and just kick the pins over. It's just like, ooh, another strike. Am I supposed to be excited? No. So this is like where for years, as a a guy who likes tennis, and you'll have to excuse me because I I literally just watched the end of Wimbledon, uh, and it put me in a great mood. It was like going back in time. Like I only and see, I like women's and men's tennis. I like them both, well, and I can watch them on TV. Yeah, I yeah. used to really dig women's tennis mm-hmm. because that was like old school tennis. Like they, they just didn't have because they just didn't have the same power that the men's did. Uh, they would actually you, there would be strategy involved. Right, I'm going to go mm-hmm. down the line. I'm going to go down the line. Now I'm going to do a cross court, rush the net, boom, boom. There was more than more than two things happening in men's tennis. It got so boring for such a long time. Somebody would like a huge serve at 120 miles an hour, and the guy can't hit it back. Or a huge serve at 120 miles an hour, the guy hits it back and it doesn't go in. A huge serve. It was just so repetitive like that, and just so boring to watch until now. The and maybe it happened while I wasn't looking, but evidently these athletes have caught up with the rackets. Finally, they have finally caught up with the rackets. Uh, the 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 men's final today was so amazing to watch. It was so fun to watch. Djokovic uh, and uh, I think it was Federer just. Yeah. The number one and number two player going at it and like a huge serve, like 120 mile an hour serve that is returned almost to be a winner. Djokovic hits it back. There's strategy back involved. It was what like watching Wimbledon back in the 1980s. It was great. It was exciting. Mm-hmm. It was fun. So uh, I, it, it, you got to you got to entertain me. You got to entertain me. You got to show me something. I still like the women's tennis too. I still enjoy mm-hmm. that. And as, say what you want about uh, Serena and, and 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 Venus and all that stuff, but those girls are great players, and they have yep. entertained me for a very very long time. And nothing beats nothing beats the women's grunts. I, I still love that. <laughs> I will still watch yeah. women's tennis. That's that's good stuff. 
you don't even have to look at the screen. You can just listen to it and have a really good time. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> I, I, I would watch. I watch tennis on television when it comes on. I'm not like I never really played it, so you know it's not something. I watch football on television, college football mostly. Um, yeah, I love seeing baseball in person. Yeah, I can go to a baseball game or a basketball game, and I actually don't mind hockey on TV. Really. Really, it's fast enough, but you have to understand, I was the child whose father and grandfather watched golf on TV, and to me, there's nothing more tedious than watching golf on TV. You can't even see the ball. Until you start playing golf. Like, I, here's the way, I had my, I had my, my life mapped out. There comes a time in, in every day. If you were like, I played, you know, baseball, little league baseball, and then uh, some football and, you know, like pony league stuff, you realize, oh, holy crap, I'm not going to be a professional baseball player. Oh, holy crap, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be a professional football player. And then for a while, I thought tennis. And then until I started playing like, you know, in high school and, and tried to play some college stuff, it's like, I'm just not, I'm just, that dream is dead too. But then mm-hmm. I thought, oh, here's what I'll do. I'll be the casual tennis player. I'll be that old man that still plays tennis. And then right. I, I, I literally, I waited. I waited until, like, as long as I could to start playing golf, right? Because I, I want to be that guy, too. I want to be the old guy that plays golf and plays tennis. And, man. Uh, you missed your calling. Golf? No. I don't. <laughs> I'm never going to be I'm never going to be a pro golfer. I'm never even going to be a good golfer. It's horrible. But once it's it's true, it's like you hit one good shot. You hit one good shot. And then your whole outlook is like, ooh, if I could do that again and again and again. And then, like, I, I my dad used to watch. My dad used to watch uh, oh, golf. I and it's like nothing it. could be more boring. Nothing could be more boring. Nothing I don't know how he does that. it. I don't know how he does it. Then you go out and you play golf. Like a couple times. It doesn't take much. It's the crack cocaine of sports. And you hit one good shot and you're like, golf on TV suddenly becomes interesting. It suddenly becomes interesting. You're like, ooh, what club is he using? (laughs) I actually got a hold of that one, Bob. (laughs) Figured because I got a degree in a business related field that I needed to learn how to play golf, which my father had tried to teach me for my entire life and I just resisted. I was a swimmer. Swimmer yeah. is very aerodynamic, and your body, like, goes in a way that it's supposed to go. Um, yeah. So I decided when I was finishing my degree to take a non-credit class in golf. That was the most awkward, uncomfortable, awful thing I ever tried, and I never did it again. Oh, it's uh, – get back out there. Get back out there. They have these – I'm and cycling I believe... now. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, that's... I'm having a really good time with it. Listen – uh, no, there's no hotter, there's no hotter body in, in my opinion than the swimmer's bod. That's just, that's just, that's good stuff. Get out of this. swimmer's bodies. Wow. Cycling is good. Cycling's wonderful, but get back out there. I, I'm not sure exactly where, uh, camp, uh, Liberty Gimlet is this week, mm-hmm. but they have these things in, in California. Well, they, they do now. We'll see what happens unless the socialists take them over. They they have like these little uh, nine nine hole like pitching putts. They're like par par threes. Oh yeah, we, where have, all you... we have those. Oh, play those. That's so I'm really much fun. Good. My role on a golf course 
is is driving the cart and making sure there's enough beer. That's really my role. That is an essential role. You need yep. that. You need that in your life. That's yep. like Reno Collier was telling that story last week about the golf tournament that he does and the dude from Leonard Skinner. That's yeah. a great, it's a visual joke. It's a very visual joke. And, and Reno recreates it perfectly when the guitarist from Leonard Skinner realizes the dude doesn't know who he is and just moves on. It's hilarious. Okay. I don't know how we got into golf. I think it was like uh, uh, women's sports and, and right. women's. It was the Rapinoe lady. So we'll get into this. Right now, Twitter is uh, blowing up with this very misleading headline. This, and, and I actually, it's one of those things where I, I want to pat myself on the back. I saw the headline. I had a hot take, and I was just about to hit send, and I'm like, mm, maybe I should go look at the article. Maybe not. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? And then I looked at the article, and I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm glad I didn't uh, do that. There is a – the headline is this. Uh, Lashana Lynch, the actress Lashana Lynch is going to be the next 007. Okay, so everyone's freaking out. Everyone's freaking out. Uh, she's she's a woman of color. And everybody's like, oh, my gosh, James Bond is a dude. James, Yes, James Bond is a dude, and she will not be playing James Bond. They're doing a new James Bond movie. Uh, I think it's called, uh, I think it's called, like, Bond 25. And and, and Watch's Dude is coming back as as Blofeld, uh, uh, the German actor. The guy's just fantastic. Uh, uh, and so Daniel Craig is back as James Bond. And what happened is... Uh, James Bond has kind of like semi-retired from MI6, and then he comes back, and it turns out they've given his 007 class to someone else. So he goes back into the building, and they're like, ooh, this is awkward. Meet the new 007, and it's LaShawn Lynch. So that's not – it's not like she's getting her own movie. It's right. not like it's not like they're going, oh, we'll just change her name to Janiqua Bond. No. no. Everyone needs to calm down. James Bond is still I, a dude. When I read it, I wasn't that upset, but I'm also not a huge Bond fan. So I am. Uh, well, not not a huge Bond fan. Fr- friends of mine uh, are bigger James Bond fans than I, but I would encourage everyone uh, to read the books. To read the books. They really, uh, they really kind of, for the longest time, that whole... That whole franchise was just off the reservation, just off right. the reservation, because there was one. Uh, oh my gosh, not the man with the golden gun. It was ah, I can't even remember which which one it was. But in the movie, it was even it was even Sean Connery. Uh, it, it wasn't Doctor No. Oh, this is horrible. I'm, I'm like totally ill prepared to talk about this. But like James Bond became like this. He was just killing people easily, and it was just all with a joke and a smile. And now you're dead, and ha ha, cool. It was just all. It, it, they really like lost their way. And you go back and you read these books, and like James Bond is. It was a lot more Jason Bourne. Like he's lucky to survive. He's lucky. He you know had to use all of his wits and all of his skills and barely eked out of that. And he's really really hurt. And he's almost he's gonna bleed to death. But he's got to go do the thing to stop. It's like exciting and there's tension. And Bond really lost that for a lot of years. And now they've got it back uh, with with Daniel Craig. And um, the, you, that's it's a it's a great franchise again. And uh, I I have no problem with Idris uh, Ilba playing James Bond. I got no problem with that as long as it doesn't get jokey. That's what I hate it when, uh, when when Roger Moore was James Bond. That was just the worst, just the worst. 
he'd kill somebody and then have the little cutesy phrase at the end. It was just the worst. And sadly, sadly, the uh, the cutesy pootsy, the joke a lot. Uh, they're doing it in Stranger Things now. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, they say that this is the most successful one a lot of people are very pleased with it i'm not gonna there won't be any spoilers i'm gonna watch the very uh, i got one more episode to watch uh tonight the cast is fantastic the cast is doing nothing wrong the sets are fantastic there's nothing wrong with it and and if, if anybody deserves an award a lot of the action takes place in this mall in the 1980s and if you want to talk about someone who deserves an award whoever did the set decoration because not only do you have to recreate a store in the 90s, you have to have all the merchandise on the shelves. Mm-hmm. So not it's, to me, it was mind-boggling. And I was like, that's a huge achievement uh, for somebody I, to do that. But here's the trap they're falling into. They're, they're what I call the comic book trap. You, you have a, a serious look. You're doing a serious superhero movie. Uh, like Superman or Batman, and everybody responds to, oh my gosh, that's really good, because they pretended like it was real. And because it's so dramatic, the moments of comedy really pop, and they get mm-hmm. a big laugh. And then the studio, the people in charge, is like, man, that that was so funny when that person said, you know, bing, bang, boom, or that was so funny when they, you know, fell off the chair. Yes, it was. It was funny, because that really, really broke the tension we had a bit of comedy and then you have to reset that dramatic tension <clears throat> but the network executives and they feel like they're smart when they say this like "Ooh, give us more of that the audience loves that comedy they love that comedy so you do the sequel and you add a little bit more comedy you had a couple more jokes and those work too those are great and then by the third one and that's where we are now with stranger things there's the danger that you take it too far and you're doing so many jokes that there is no more dramatic tension. And they are right on the edge with, with Stranger Things. There have mm. been there have been moments in this show where I'm like, are you kidding me? Are I don't you... even remember that many jokey jokies in season two. There's a lot of good comedic moments with, especially with the kids, uh, and that uh, yeah. the the, the, kid, the kid who doesn't have the collarbones and he doesn't have his his front teeth yet. He's right. a really he's a really funny actor. And right. then you also have the other like with with Eleven and not understanding our culture and saying things wrong. There's right. nice little there's cute little moments and they're wonderful and good. But they're they they just went a little bit too far now. You've got a, a bunch of scenes with uh, with Hopper and with Winona Ryder where they're they're bickering about stuff, uh, and we're so, I think we're supposed to be laughing at their bickering and the and the little sexual tension and their little jokes and everything. But like, hey, 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 everybody, slow down. Uh, their kids are missing. There's a, there's they're, they're, they don't know where their children are, and the ultimate evil is about to be unleashed. I just it's not human behavior and. So I'm a little I'm a little bummed about it and tell you what I'm getting through season 3 but I'm not I'm not so stoked for season 4 now. Maybe something maybe something amazing will happen tonight in the in the final episode but I find myself like yeah that was okay. That's that's yeah it's pretty good. It's good. The sets are great. Well, uh, the music's great, but I'm not I'm not completely jazzed by it. 
You haven't uh, watched it all. The third, that's the third of everything, right? The third generation loses the family business. The third child is really needy. I mean, it's the third of everything. Well, with the, with the exception, <laughs> with the exception, well, actually, no. I, I was about to, I can't even say it. Like, I was going to say Star Wars. You had you had Star Wars A New Hope. Then you had Return of the Jedi or, or Empire Strikes Back. And then right? Return of the Jedi. But I tell you what, Return of the Jedi. Was the hokiest right, of the three? We had the, you had the fighting teddy bears, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of like there was there was like comedy in those battles too. too. Now yeah. that you bring it up, now that I think about it, I remember. Oh my gosh! And there was nothing good about the middle the, three. So, well, at least uh, until you compare them, until you compare them to the crap they're putting out now. Uh, well, I I don't. I that's not even Star Wars. And this is a message to anybody who knows. J.J. Uh, Abrams or Ryan Johnson. Twitter was all, and this is this is the geek part of the show. Uh, as we keep going, Twitter was all, all light the other day uh, with they introduced the new. Uh, they call it the Sith Stormtrooper, and everybody's like, "Ooh, look at that! Ooh, look at that!" And it's a stormtrooper, and he's completely his armor's red. And I'll be like, yeah, I'll be the first person to say, "Yup, that looks cool. That looks cool." Now here's my next question: What does it mean? What does it mean? And here's the answer. It doesn't mean anything. Like J.J. Abrams, you're not a genius just because you stormtroopers in different colored uniforms. There's nothing interesting. Like when they did uh, The Force Awakens and, and they had the Brienne of Tarth was a, you know, she was like the head stormtrooper lady and she was in a chrome outfit. You're mm-hmm. like, man, that looks cool. That looks so cool. What is she going to do? Nothing. nothing absolutely nothing and then like ooh, they're bringing her back for the next movie what's she gonna do nothing absolutely nothing it she just got doesn't killed, didn't she so easily so easily <laughs> she might as well have just been a regular white helmeted stormtrooper I'm, I'm not even kidding and it's like yes jj abrams he's got a really uh, a great visual mind and he can make things that look yes that looks cool that looks cool however if it doesn't mean anything I don't care I don't care I heard this you know where the whole thing kind of lost me where when the helmets started coming off and there were like humans underneath those helmets I'm like no no that doesn't work for me you know what I always it was always fun as a kid to like think about well who does that who does that and you know who who mm-hmm. signs up to be in the empire? Who signs up to be a stormtrooper? And I go, okay, people who are really desperate—the same people, you know, financially desperate, or I don't know, baby. But I, that, that was always an interesting question, and one that you can't you can't dig too deep into. Because I tell you what, if you think about it, like how many people were on the Death Star? I mean, there was a ton. That mm-hmm. was a big space station. And when they blew mm-hmm. that up, that's that's just as horrifying as blowing up a planet, right? right? So, so then in, in Attack of the Clones, when George Lucas went back and did the prequels, you're like, oh, maybe they're oh they're clones. So you don't feel bad. <laughs> you don't feel bad. It's like that's not a person. It's a clone. But then I guess okay, so all the clones are dead. So now you're back to like real people being underneath the helmets, which is kind of an interest. Like seriously, when when they brought Finn in, I thought that was very interesting. When that dude in in the Force Awakens, he goes down to the planet and they're like, shoot those people, and he doesn't want to do it. 
He doesn't want to do it. And then you find out, oh, my gosh, they've all been through some mental programming. And, and oh, my gosh, uh, how did he fight the programming and not pull the trigger? That's so interesting. That's so interesting. And they never brought up that question since. They never brought it up. <laughs> To me, it's like the, the, one of the biggest, like, oh, does he have the force? Is that how he was able to, you know, resist the mental programming to kill people? Uh, no, nah, we, we, won't, we won't bother with that. For those we'll of you new, him. To, new to the podcast, Michael hates plot holes. Uh, oh, big ones. He hates Listen, them. I can, look over, I can look over a handful of things, but I mm-hmm. can't look over – I can't overlook, like, big ones. I, I saw – oh, my gosh. We'll, we'll, we're, we're getting close to the end of the show. And maybe I should uh, – did you see Spider-Man Homecoming? Not yet. Okay. I had a very so, busy week, and it's all Donald Trump's good. fault. So. Well, that's, that's even better. Uh, Not we'll really. Talk about Spider-Man. <laughs> we'll talk about Spider-Man Homecoming next week. And I, I really, I like the Tom Holland. I like uh, the the Jake Gyllenhaal. I like Mysterio. He's one of my favorite villains. Uh, but yes, I had some problems with Spider-Man Homecoming. But we will, we'll, you'll have to go see it this week. We'll talk about it next week. So, I know this is the first time you've seen something before me. I know it's been a this long time. This is bizarre. This it's is this is time. really this this is off. Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna take another sniff. Oh my gosh, I really, I'm so happy, I'm so happy this is a good product. I'm so happy I like my Trump 2020 pouch. It's in, so go, guys, go to uh, Trump2020pouches.com, use the, use the code word MAGA, you can get one of these, and, and put it, put it in your laundry room, uh, put it in, use in your gym bag, buy your electronics, uh, in your car, in the bathroom, in the closet, you're, or if you're like the Liberty Gimlet, you can keep your ammo dry. It's incredible. It's organic, safe around the kids and the pets. Only the finest. And then next week, you're going to have something? You're going to have a little a little ad for us? Uh, yes, I will. Woo-hoo-hoo! So we got that to look forward to. We got Spider-Man Homecoming uh, to look forward to. And I'm sure we'll have some lovely Trump discussions as well. You guys, thanks for supporting the channel. Thanks for supporting uh, the YouTube channel, the Facebook page, the website. Go to the website, make account, sign up. You got something interesting? I want to talk about it. I will see you next time.